and we are live again. So here we go, episode eight. Uh, apologies, we are uh, about a minute late because we had some uh, technical difficulties, and you would have in any um, situation probably. So, but anyway, we got it sorted, and now we're here. So, um, thank you to uh, everyone who is listening and who is watching. Um, and today we are going to talk about um, seven qualities of a successful entrepreneur. So basically, we just look at what articles are saying and Dan and I will just jump in to look at each of those qualities and just share our thoughts around those specific qualities with you and just sharing our thoughts and see how you, uh, how you think. Anything else you want to add, Dan, before we jump into the first one? You know what? Uh, the thing is that, uh, uh, like, when it comes to the topic of of our broadcast today, for me it's like I don't have a list in my head that you know every entrepreneur should have this kind of list, but I have certain, let's say, picture in my head of of a of a successful entrepreneur. Uh, how he should act, behave, uh, and through these actions and behaviors, representing his qualities, traits of of character, and and the fact is that there is no article, there is no book that will tell you that this is seven golden traits of character that every entrepreneur should have. Um, there is no such a thing. I, I've seen on many articles that that the answers uh, vary. Uh, that uh, of course there are some some traits, some some qualities that are overlapping. But um, but honestly, with not every quality mentioned, I ag- I agree. So it will be very interesting discussion tonight. Exactly that. I think I think that's a very good point, right? Which is you can read any articles on entrepreneur.com on Forbes and whatever and then every article will tell you the top three the top five the top seven the top 12 the top 20 the truth is there's just there are just like some certain traits but you don't have to say agree with all of them or you might have your own way of doing it you know so there's not like a one-size-fits-all guide to say you must have this seven then you can become successful so I think that's um, that's a good um, intro to uh, to that Okay. I also so, I also mm. think it will be important for us to debunk some misconceptions about certain qualities because certain qualities are well known to everyone that you know this is the quality that every entrepreneur should have but at the same time people have um, they they might have misconception about some of those qualities so so it's our role tonight to to uh, articulate cl- clearly what we mean by those qualities cool and i've got the seven here i know that we've shared some articles between us but i picked seven it'll be interesting to see whether we agree or disagree on them basically so the first one that um, a lot of articles said that they you need to have is confidence right so what do you think let's just say confidence right in the very big umbrella term what do you think confidence for a successful entrepreneur uh, I, 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 I don't like, hmm. uh, I don't think that most of successful entrepreneurs have this crazy confidence at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I think that loads of entrepreneurs are very inconfident at the very beginning. 
um, they have this belief of 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 the of the cause of the purpose, but uh, but the great confidence will will build over time, and I think that uh, successes are you know like gl- great foundation of 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 a confidence, and that's why that's why you have many entrepreneurs who you know if they if they uh, lose big like for example they go bank- bankrupt they might go up again let's let's look at uh, jordan belfort he he failed big time i mean he um uh, he uh, he was a criminal in some sense right uh, the wolf of wall street uh, he went to jail and he um, he realized his wrongdoing he left jail and uh, he's a millionaire again now so so you know i think this this monster confidence that he gained through his previous uh, success even though it was illegal success um made him uh, achieve success again so i i think that that confidence is not a quality that you will get from the start but confidence is the quality that you will develop over time but of course you need some confidence to to even start your journey as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. i think i think i i would echo the last point that you just made there which is from uh you know because i i like everything like to do with like mindset and um I read a lot of books, right, to understand all these terms, etc. So a lot of people talk about confidence, and I think let's just use this opportunity to clarify. In my opinion, I think the definition of confidence that I think, ah, okay, I never thought about it this way, which is confidence is not about like, oh, being like aggressive and go, oh, I can do this, I can do that, you know, like it's not that kind of confidence we're talking about here, like that's a bit egoistic, but it's more like, I know that no matter what happens, I can figure this thing out. And that is a new definition of confidence that I've learned that I thought, okay, that's an interesting way of seeing it. So for example, I like what you said that in the beginning, like now we are in a stage where we're just starting out. There will be things that we don't know how to do. There will be things that, you know, we will get stuck on. There'll be things that we have no clue what we are talking about or whatever. But it's about having the confidence, not going in there to be like a, um, like fake it until you make it. It's not like you're faking things out, but it's just going there to think that, okay, I've got this challenge in front of me, but I know that I can find a way to address or face this challenge. And that is the confidence that we are talking about here, or that's the way that I see it. And that's the thing that I'm learning about. I used to think like, oh, some people are really confident. And all you see is all these sorts of like, you know, when you think about confident people, you're like, you know, they're like chest is high, they're like pumped up, they walk like that, you know, like that's kind of confidence, but that's not the kind of confidence that uh, I think is helpful for us. I think everyone can have confidence and actually confidence is just when things happen, you know that you can find a way to get around it. You can figure it out. So, and I think that's very important in the beginning, right? Because you have to learn everything from scratch. You will come across things that you are... Um, not aware of you come across new things you come across like overwhelmed stress but it's when you face those things instead of being thrown over by the 
you go, okay, I'm having this now, but I know that there's a way I can get around it. And then your job becomes finding the way to address those challenges that you have in front of you. And that, that's a good definition of confidence that I've learned since. And I think it's really nice and applicable to, um, to, uh, to our lives, basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 uh, that's the, I think that's the modern definition of it. Like that's, that's, uh, you know, uh, very often definitions, uh, uh, give us certain, you know, impression of, of things. We, we, you know, translate those, def def those definitions into pictures and, uh, you know, this new definition paints very different picture. We, because like, previous definition previous um uh, image of 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 confidence of being confident was very much associated with being cocky what you said being aggressive being cocky but but uh, it's not the thing anymore so so really good that you expressed it in your uh, in your yeah. speech and another thing that uh, the reason why I learned about this was that um, I'm not sure whether people had this term called imposter syndrome. And this is often talked about alongside confidence. So imposter syndrome is almost like when you do something, you feel like you are faking to be someone else who you are not. And you're trying to show people that you're good at something that you're, you kind of feel like, oh, I'm not quite worthy of that, etc. So, and I, I used to think that way. I was like, oh, you know, so for example, like coaching and teaching, right? I'm thinking, like, oh, who am I to coach or to teach? I feel like I'm not showing something that uh, can help them. But actually, you're not an imposter if you're doing things that you have done already. You know, so in my case, I feel like, okay, um, I don't know what to do and what to teach. But when I talk to people, they're like, oh, so you've gone through all those challenges. What was going through in your head? How did you find answers? How do you find roots? How do you find frameworks? How do you find ways to get around them? Those are things that principles and habits that you can extract out and apply into any situations. And that's what you're teaching people because you have gone through them already. So it's not like I'm going there to teach you how to make 10 million because I have not done it. And if I go down there and teach people that, then I would be an imposter. You know, then I would feel imposter syndrome. But if I go out there and teach people like, okay, how to set up a side hustle, how to find some clients using Facebook ads, which I've done, then I know I'm not an imposter. I might not be extremely good at it yet, like I'm learning, but I can tell people to say, when you first start off, at least this is what you can do. You understand how Facebook ads work. You understand how to understand your audience. You understand how to do research and homework. Then those are the things that you can help people get there. So, um, I just want to mention that because confidence often get mentioned alongside imposter syndrome. But uh, you talking about, uh, you know, um, imposter syndrome and uh, a guy teaching how to make 10 millions while this guy haven't, uh, hasn't done, uh, hasn't made uh, 10 millions. It reminded me of, 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 of a joke that, you know, uh, a seminar saying that, uh, I will teach you how to make one million, right? So, so people bought tickets for this for this seminar, and the guy, uh, you know, just uh, walks in, and uh, and he says that 
we have uh, 1,000 people here. Uh, each person uh, paid 1,000 to enter this seminar. That's how I made 1 million. <laughs> so yeah, it's reminded yeah. me of this ridiculous joke. But yeah, let's let's move on with with next quality because I think we spent uh, quite a lot of time on confidence. That's fine. Okay, so the second one would be let's pick an interesting one. Creativity. This happens oh. in quite a lot of um, um, articles, actually. Yes, go. So so this is very. Um, that's the misconception that I said about at the beginning, because people think that. To be an entrepreneur, uh, you have to be creative in a sense of, you know, coming up uh, on and on with amazing business ideas. And that's not true. You have to be creative in, in the sense of problem solving. Because actually, running a business is uh, more or less solving your client's problems like more or less any business uh, exists because of the problems of some group of people right so your uh, your task is to solve problems of of those peoples of your target audience and of course you will have many small problems of your target audience of your clients many many small and big problems of your own that uh, i mean of your business that you will need to solve and an entrepreneur is a person who will who will be there to uh creatively uh solve these problems in my sense it's not about being like a a business uh, a, a business ideas generator i would mm -hmm. say yeah i actually agree I think I think that is the right way to do it because I think people think about creativity. <clears throat> so, for example, I never think I'm a creative person, right? I was like, oh, you know, these people can like draw these things or come up with like fantastic new idea, um, and we often tell ourselves a story that um, we are not creative enough, so we must not be successful because we cannot come up with original ideas. You know, that's what people call it. But if you're not careful, then we keep telling ourselves that we're not creative enough and then we just put off doing things that we know that we can do or we want to do. So I think I exactly, I completely agree with you, which is creativity is actually not about coming up with new creative ideas. It's about when you put things into um, a context of problem solving then how do you become creative and solve that problem differently compared to other people using what you know? So the most common way of talking about it is when you see a lot of people zig, how can you zag, right? Mm. So what example can we give? Um, I don't know. Uh, let's say, okay, let's say if people are doing, I don't know why marketing, let's say people are doing marketing one way, right? People are all teaching about um, A and B, or using this way to get leads, or using this way to make a sale. When everyone is using that way, then you almost have to think about yourself, okay, I know that these are proven ways to work, but at the same time, how can I zag? How can I do things differently so that when, so that I think there are two things. One is that you stand out. And second thing is, 
it's because it's a harder thing, you're taking a different path, which means you have to spend a bit more time and effort to find out a different solution to what people are doing already. But it's about taking the essence of what works, integrating and injecting a bit of your own ideas and personality, and that's the way that you zag. Doing, doing something better than others. Doing more <coughs> or less the same, but better. And, and, and that's it. So, so time, some, very often it's, it's not about great creativity. Very often it's just about small tweaks that you will just come up with. Um, I just want to read a, a comment from, from our friend, from our uh, latest guest, uh, Adit, who yeah. recommends uh, a book by uh, Stephen Covey. Uh, I haven't read that book, so, so I'm not sure which book he's referring to, but probably if you Google it, uh, you will uh, find the best um, the best match uh, for for what uh, Adit just commented. Thank you, Adit, for your comment. Um, yeah, sh shall we? Uh, shall we? Can can I propose something? Can I yep. propose something from what I uh, from uh, what I what I found and what I agree with? Uh, flexibility. I think it's extremely important uh, particularly in 2021 because the world is changing so fast that you have to be extremely flexible but at the same time you have to be very uh, let's say cautious about your flexibility because uh, sometimes because at some point you might find yourself, uh, let's say, grabbing different things. So, so people sometimes associate flexibility with, you know, doing what's trendy, you know. Uh, so instead of, you know, focusing on, on some business and, uh, you know, um, just, just, just going in certain direction, they just catch different things, right? And for me, flexibility is more of like, uh, let's say, um, let's say you've run a farm and you, you've, been, you've been growing your, your plants uh, on your farm for, for decades, the same way, the same method for 20 years, let's say, right? And eventually, um, government, for some reason, bans this, this method that you've been using to grow your plants. And flexibility will allow you to change your uh, agricultural methods in such a way that you can continue uh, doing your business instead of going bankrupt in two, two, one or two months because of so many, uh, let's say, uh, liabilities and you don't have uh, money to, to cover those liabilities because you went bankrupt due to the uh illegal method that you know so so yeah flexibility is about uh it's about being able to to change your let's say state your own state but your business state uh so quickly that you can keep on operating despite those unfavorable conditions that will occur to you yeah and it's also about flexibility in approach right so yeah. you know when i when i when i listen to some um it reminds me of gary vaynerchuk again he always says i don't get romantic about where i put my content if there's people there 
I'm doing it. If it fails, fine. But if but he never, I think flexibility for me is that don't get too hooked up or hung up in one thing that you're doing and simply because you spent so much time in that thing. Because when we make decisions, then the sunk cost thing comes in. You're like, oh, I've spent X amount of time here, effort, money. I don't want to let go of it. But if customers and trends and people have moved on to something different, then you kind of want to follow. Otherwise, you will become like a laggard. You know, you will be left over your competitions may crush you and simply because you are romantic with that one thing that you have put so much time and effort in that you think i really want to make it work so completely i think flexibility is um, for me is flexibility in that approach that you're taking when it comes to building your business etc yeah exactly. right so shall i move on to the next one and this is the interesting one right so Collaboration and people skills. Uh, and I would add uh, communication skills under the same umbrella, you know, mm-hmm. like because it's, it's all about uh, it's all about building relationships with people, to be honest, like uh, I can I, I guess I can say something about it because um Right now, uh, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for, I've been uh, building my business for one and a half year now, but I have already been employing like uh, five different people, you know, picking them up and, you know, uh, starting working with them, uh, firing them sometimes, you know, and, um, you know, it's, it's very, it's very important to, uh, to of course be um, be a friend to to people uh, to to make a connection with them because if they make a connection with you then they will make connection with with your business and if they make a connection with your business they will not work solely for for their um, um, for their own business let's say for their own interest. But they will also build for for your interest, for your business interest as well. So uh, let's 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 take our example when when we were when I was still working with you in the same company. Like you like this company so much, I like this company so much at that time that we've been doing our best because we just we just liked the we just liked our managers who were our uh, our leaders. We like the, the CEO who was the leader of the leaders, you know. So um, and he was like a face of um, of the of the company. Um, so so yeah, it's it's just very important to to build this connection with with to have these skills so that you can build this connection relationship with those people so that they can work this extra mile for you for you mm-hmm. because. People working extra mile for you just because of money or just because of their own uh, interest will eventually burn burn out, I, in my sense. But if you be able to build this special relationship with those people, then they will be they will be working for the best interest of of your company and their and their interest right 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you talk about people skills in terms of um, employees and sort of like people you who work for you. Um, I'll take a different spin, which is I'll talk about people skills and communication collaboration for customers. You know, especially when when you know for in my case, for example, like I do everything like. I am myself, right? So, but there is not a lack of people skills and collaboration and communication because my focus in applying people skills is to my customers or to my clients or to my students to see how can I make them not just a not just someone who attends like a course or a lesson. But turn them into raving fans so that they tell their friends about you, or in this case, they tell their friends about me, right? So for me, that is like my measurement of you know what if people think you are so good that they will tell their friends about you, you have got something to offer, and I'm quite glad to say that you know like I've got I've got you know three or four people who do that they refer people to me, and for me that's. If you don't have people who report into you or who work for you yet, that does not mean that there is no collaboration or communication that needs to be applied. There has to be because by working with people, for example, you have to apply people skills and apply communication. You have to try to influence them, persuade them, work with them, understand where they're coming from. Um, you might have business partners. So, for example, like I recently. Um, reach out to this guy who is doing in the marketing stuff and then we decided to collaborate on something together to just see how is this going to work for example so that it applies in everything but i guess the important thing is that in order to grow you either need to have people to work for you you have to have partners or you have to have customers and because you're working with people the people skills will never get away it's it's always there and it's a master make sure you master that skill okay Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, definitely. I just wanted to add on top of that regarding also working with with people within your company, not with 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 clients outsiders. But um, my my idea of being a good leader, because like entrepreneur has to be a good leader. That's that's just you know everyone everyone knows that, but. To be a good team leader, you have to be a good team worker, you know, in the first place. Of course, not every team good team worker will make a good team leader, but every good team leader has to be a good team worker in the first place, if you know what I mean. And uh, and very often people don't understand it when they are entrepreneurs or when they are the leaders, because very often they just want to boss people around instead of listening to them and and building relationships as 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 good team worker would do <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cool yeah exactly that shall we move on to the next one yeah uh, uh, maybe i will toss something in yeah go on um, okay um my favorite one risk taking risk taking okay go on you want to elaborate on that um i think that that uh, that risk taking is just essential like you can be an entrepreneur without risk taking but you cannot be a successful entrepreneur without risk taking because uh it's like 
in every um, in every area of life, like the the biggest winners are just the biggest risk takers. Um, if like uh, even comparing it to uh, I don't know um, gambling, for example, right? Like in in gambling, you have to be the highest bidder to to eventually be be the biggest winner. Like you have to. Of course, it's good to calculate your your list, your risk, make uh, like very informed decisions when it comes to risk taking. But sometimes you will find yourself as an entrepreneur, you will find yourself in situations when when you just have to make a good judgment and take a risk in just a few minutes, few seconds, whatever. And sometimes you just need to say, "Fuck it, let's do it that way." It's, it's just my good sense, like risk. But uh, of course, you. But huh, but this risk taking has to be sample, supplemented by good intuition. You know, because if if you are just a risk taker and you just take stupid risks, risk after risk, uh, risky business after risky business, without making good calls, then 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 you will you will uh, you will fail all the time, right? But but I guess eventually, if you learn on your mistakes, then you will get this better intuition, and then you will combine your risk taking with good intuition, and it will make you successful eventually. So um, yeah, like um, if you just do everything like uh, avoiding the risk, uh, you will probably will see just very slow growth, if any. But if you are a risk taker, uh, you will, you will, you know, there is this uh, saying, you know, that um, if you sh- uh, if you shoot for the moon, probably you will miss, but then you will be among the stars, right? So <laughs> mm, that's a good saying. That's a good saying. Uh, I'll take the risk taking one in a different angle. I'll take it from like a, myself as a hustler's uh, um, angle, right? So for me. Uh, and by the way, intuition might be another thing that we can focus on completely in another episode because you'd be like, how oh, do I develop my intuition? Tell me more. So we'll talk about that in future. Yeah, we will write it down tomorrow. <laughs> exactly, we'll write it down tomorrow when we come to our discussion. Um, but risk-taking, I think I would I would take that in a sense that um, uh, obviously we're talking about successful entrepreneurs, but I think we when it comes to risk, it's really about taking calculated risk is the way that I see it. You know, we're not asking you to take like a completely new thing, not knowing what you're getting yourself into. I don't know. From, I'm a very risk averse person, right? I used to calculate every single step, but then they get to a point where I think, you know what? I think I'm really overthinking this too much, which makes me not taking enough action. So I know it's a problem. So what I had to do at that time is that I have to start to go, okay, how can I step out of my... So if you have a comfort zone, it's like instead of taking a full leap, is that how can I take like that, like that, like that before you make that jump? Dip, dip, your, po- uh, dip, dip your toes in this dip cold your toes. pond. <laughs> Correct. It's like swimming, right? You like Before you jump all in into the pool, you're like, dip your toe and go, okay, the temperature is kind of okay, kind of okay, kind of okay. Then you jump. So I'll take an example, right? So for me, I I am I actively invest in cryptocurrencies. Like, oh, mm-hmm. 
Um, and, it, and when I was first introduced to cryptocurrency investment, I was like, oh, no question what this is. Blah, 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 blah. And then this is where the intuition comes in, which is, you know what? Yes, I'm going to an area that I completely don't know about. So my first job is I should really try to understand it first before I say no, because there's so much risk. So I went in there. I obviously invested in a course. I learned all about it. And people are like, oh, yeah, you should start with using like a... So for people who trade and invest, you will know that there is like a demo account that you can try. So try it out. Get used to the um, ups and downs of the market. Then you, when you feel comfortable, you can do it. And at that time, I was just like, demo account like why like i just jumped straight into real life market right i just like boom um and for me that is taking risk but then i thought if i'm going to learn it if i lose the money i have to learn my lesson if i'm making money then i have learned that lesson or i really know what i'm doing then it's then it's kind of like you, you're not going to lose out on anything anyway so i guess it's but i know that the calculated risk is that i might lose i don't know 100 200 dollars and Am I fine with that? If I'm okay, then fine, you know, because I know that was where I was starting. So I, I guess from my perspective is that is the way that I see risk now, which is are you taking calculated risk? What is the worst that could happen if things don't go according to plan? And are you okay with the worst case scenario? If you're okay with the worst case scenario, then take it, you know, jump into it and just see what it might bring you. So that's, that's the way that I want to, um, I want to take that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Good. Good. Do you have another one that you want to add in? That's um, on your list. Uh, 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 uh. Determination. Mm -hmm. And you know why I I said determination, not motivation, because there is there is difference. Like motivation is a reason. Of course, you can have a reason, but but reason is nothing if you do not act upon it. And determination is the is the is the drive is the quality of you driving upon your reason. So people saying, "Oh, I have a motivation to do something," it's nothing. You have to have determination to to leverage your motivation. So so having a motivation is just you know scrap it. You, like on on it on its own, just scrap it. But but having determination is more important for 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 an entrepreneur uh, determination um also fuels your dis self-discipline which will also be be another quality of 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 good entrepreneur that determination is a uh is a thing you have when 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 you feel really down about your about your your business about your entrepreneurial career but still you do not go watch Netflix for the whole day. You do not go, I don't know, drinking uh, three days straight with your buddies just just because, but just because you want to avoid your work. You you still go and and work and face the challenges. Uh, I wanted to say go to your computer, but I don't want to say this if it sounded like oh we are the era of computer. But actually, all entrepreneurs in in two thousand twenty one probably all of them uh, okay in in developed countries work with their computers so you go to this computer and you solve those problems that i mentioned earlier so so that's the determination even if you feel bad about yourself about your business or whatever 
or, or maybe you have coronavirus as I had. I still I still uh, got to this uh, to this computer. I still I still participated in our broadcast even when I when I uh, when I had coronavirus. That's mm-hmm. the determination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's a good one. And I think that actually links to another one that I want to bring in, which is um, decisiveness and being action-oriented. It's kind of linked. Um, but for me, it's exactly that, like determined, being persistent, but also a part that I think is strongly correlated with that is being decisive. You know, it's like, because a lot of the times, you know, when you're starting something new or you're coming across a lot of different challenges, approaches that you can take in your business directions, you always get like a situation where you have to make a choice. You know, you are, we are doing, we're making thousands of choices every single day, consciously or unconsciously or subconsciously. But when it comes to big decisions like that, it's about, do I want to do it or not? Yes or no? If it's no, fine. No one cares about it, but you have to be comfortable with no. If it's a yes, you want to go all in yes. The worst that can happen, and it's a lesson that I'm learning as well, which is the worst that can happen is that you're half in no and half in yes, and you're not going anywhere. Mm. Because if you go all in on no, you're like, you know what? This is too hard. I just want to enjoy my life. Fine. You might as well just enjoy it completely because there's nothing wrong with enjoying life. You know, there's nothing wrong. But if you want to go like, if you feel like there's a part of you that goes, you know what? I'm really curious as to what is happening on the other side, like what's going to happen. Then you need to go all in on that. The worst that can happen is that you kind of want to enjoy life and you're kind of curious and you're always debating between these two and all the person who will be suffering is yourself. So um, I'll actually say, you know, just being decisive to go, which one do you want to go for? And once you decide it, is to map out a plan of actions to go, what do I need to do next in order to make a progress towards this thing that I've just made a decision on? And you act on it. And I think action is the key thing, which is I used to get thinking a lot, but now it's like, what is the tangible thing that I need to create or put out that is that that is action? It's not about if you're thinking like, I need to think about this thing, but think about this. Fine, you can do all the thinking you want, but if you make the thinking on paper, for example, something tangible or share the idea with someone else, get some feedback, then go do it. It's like that tangible thing is the action, but thinking inside here is not an action at all. So um, I think that relates very closely to what you just talked about in terms of determination. So for me, I think being decisive and action-driven is a key quality if you want to be successful in any area, actually. Yeah, but but I guess this, um, I just wanted to add that decisiveness has some, some broader spectrum, which I think is that... Um, as as an entrepreneur you will you will always have to call the shots you know like even if you have 500 people if in your organization eventually um you will always make the final call like of course you will try eventually not to make final call on everything like i don't know uh, picking a cleaning detergent that the cleaners at your organization will be using but but there are certain decisions that will be, you know, raining on these small decisions. But, but yeah, you are responsible uh, for for everything, and you have to make a decision. Of course, you want to, li- you have to listen, you have to make informed decisions. 
but but you are making decisions and those decisions might cost you money <laughs> a lot of money if you are uh, working at scale eventually right yeah completely right last one what's on your last one is but, there any list I, I think this this was seventh right uh, i think this is six no this is seventh is it yeah maybe i lost seventh. count yeah i know i i counted it's seventh oh wonderful but, but I, i you know what my my list is still like uh, thousands of them <laughs> so so i have a proposition uh maybe we should we should run part two next week like what do you think about that good. yeah I've, you know i'm not gonna lie to you i've got some here as well and i think we haven't covered quite a few of them so actually instead of it being seven it is going to be we're talking about another set of seven in another the next part seven But I, I think it will be interesting for people to, you know, tune in again if they liked it to this week and listen about another seven qualities that we that we picked as yeah. important. And then Completely. we will make a, a, a summary of, we will draw a picture of ideal entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, we just go like everywhere. It's all yeah. this 14. Go do it. Go figure it out. Exactly. Cool. Um, I think that's pretty much it then. We've covered seven. And any closing remarks or comments from yourself? Uh, um, I think that uh, we should not look at this list as, uh, as if you are missing one of those quality, you will fail. No, I think that that if you have most of them, you will you will be successful eventually and you will think of those qualities as you are stronger in some of them and you are weaker in in other in others right so you are not strong in in like restating determination creativity confidence communication skills the same let's let's say the the strength of those qualities is not the same for you Uh, but it might vary but i guess you just have to be stronger better in those in terms of those qualities than an average person mm -hmm. yeah the way that i, I see it actually is that uh, you know we talk about seven right i think i think they are all good qualities there's no doubt about that um and i think for me the way that i see it is that when you have a challenging situation You can almost use the seven that we just talked about and perhaps the next seven we are going to talk about next week to go, you know what, I'm having this challenge now. Which one of these qualities can I maybe focus on now that can help me overcome this challenge? Mm. You know, yeah. so for example, uh, let's say confidence, right? Uh, if you need to do a presentation, you're like, oh, I'm really nervous about this this. Um, presentation it might not be about being determined or being uh people's skills it might be about do i have the confidence to go on stage or to present this information clearly enough to them it might be communication that you need to work on right so that can be one scenario another scenario might be when you are having a hard time you're like oh, can i just go and watch netflix i don't want to do it then it's about the determination that comes in because that's what you need to focus at that moment in order to overcome that little obstacle or hurdle or challenge that you have at that time so for me it's a good list to have to remind you that these are all the good things that i can focus on which one of these would help me right here right now in this situation so that i can move forward and overcome 
um, uh, this current situation that I'm in. So mm-hmm. that's why I see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Cool. That's pretty much it then. I think that concludes this um, episode, which would be part one of, uh, yeah, of a two-part part. series. Yeah, it looks like. So, Maybe we'll, we will find even more and there will be try 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 the, like the trial series. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 21 <laughs> no. in total. Hopefully not because people will be bored at the third time. But but yeah, mm. hopefully people uh, those who are watching us tonight uh, will tune in next week. Yeah, so next week we're going to talk about uh, another set of seven and then the week following after that is another guest series, it's another guest episode. So um, make sure you also tune in on that one because we're going to find someone who can give you some gold, drop you some nuggets that you can really take away. Exactly. Cool. All right, then. I think that's it, then. Yeah, sure. Cool. All right, everybody. Good night, everyone. See you. uh, Yeah, work on your qualities. Work on your qualities. That's it. Right, see you. Take care. Bye. Goodbye.